Welcome to Ways to Love Your Money. I'm Elizabeth Dawson, and today we're going to have a great guest. He's been on our show once before, so we had to invite him back. Uh, he's an incredible entrepreneur. He's always out thinking outside of the box. He's always looking for tax strategies and things of that nature to, to basically make his business even run more smarter, more leaner, and more profitable. So our goal here is always to talk about profit. Whether you're a business owner or you're an employee, it's about running your personal finances for profit. This is a money show, so we're going to talk a little bit about money today. So welcome to the show, Mr. Reagan Shalal. Thank you very much. Yes. Thanks for having me again. Well, it's it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you, know, you. Have you here, and I think that your perspective of how you actually look at business is a little bit different than than a lot of people. But you've had some great successes. Do you want to share a little bit about your story that yeah. got you to this point in life? Yeah, I mean. Um... Well, just uh, started years ago. You kind of know since the last uh, show we had. Uh, you know, I but always we might wanted, have some new listeners. Well, I always know. wanted to work for myself. Okay. Um, I tried working for others, and uh, <laughs> I wasn't a fan of it. <laughs> so uh, you know, opportunities came up, and uh, I found ways to uh, you know capitalize on them. Part of the story that I love about your kind of journey is when you were a child. And you were looking out the window and said that you wanted to buy something. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, okay. when I bought my first set of gas stations, okay. which, uh, you know, it's just uh, I was a kid and I always wanted to be in the fuel business. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always wanted to be a pilot. So, you know, the, the You're opportunity doing a few came. Of those things, yeah, now. yeah. I You're... flew yesterday, actually. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, well, and that's, kind of, a, sights, that's so. kind of a heavy subject these days. Because yeah. Because you fly helicopters. Yeah. And that's that's a big topic on everyone's mind. Huh? That's a big one. I mean, you know, with Kobe Bryant passing yeah. and everything that was like a, that. a total shame, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to, you know, that, that was a total kind of a avoidable accident. Mm -hmm. And I hate to say the pilot made a big mistake, but sure. I think it was pilot error. Okay. Um, in weather like that, uh, getting a, uh, a special VFR is, mm -hmm. is not mm -hmm. something. Special VFRs are used. I use them to uh, leave a terminal area, fly mm -hmm. further east away from weather, but not okay. typically to fly, to continue to fly in weather. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of times when you have uh, cargo like he had, or you know, high value people on board, you feel pressured, you mm -hmm. feel like you have to, you have to get please. the mission done. Mm -hmm. And you know, you have to kind of know as a pilot when yeah. to, to ground an aircraft. Has that kind of changed the way you fly? Or you're no, just, it, you just it, it has not person. because I always had, every pilot has his limitations of mm -hmm. where he's comfortable. Uh, after years of experience in flying, um, some get laxed on that, mm. and you don't want to do that. And you always have to take in consideration who's on board. You have passengers, you have lives on board. You have to just kind of make good judgments throughout your whole flying career. You can't uh, mm. lax on that. And it's a shame because not only Kobe, but you know the eight others. Right. I feel sad. like it's mm -hmm. it's very sad. Mm -hmm. Sad situation. I think it was 100% avoidable. Mm -hmm. uh, that aircraft can fly in pretty much you know most weather. Um, but uh, well, for you, you use your heli your helicopter to actually take you to your business location. Yeah, I use my helicopter all the time to fly to all my sites, and um, mm -hmm. you know a lot of times I have passengers on board. Sometimes I'm by myself, mm -hmm. and I've grounded my aircraft many times and said, right. hey, you know, I'm not flying today. I've told my passengers before, guys, we're not going or we're driving. I've been a passenger on your, on your helicopter. That's right. So. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. You, you've been on the helicopter yeah. before. Yeah, I'm um, a little bit more nervous, but, you know, it's also about the character I guess I'm flying with. I completely forgot yeah. about that. 
Did you guys have a good time? Oh, we had a great time. Oh, okay, we good, had a great good. Time. We had a yeah, great I have so many uh, people throughout the years. Sure. So, do you remember when we flew to Vegas, or do you remember when we flew to LA that night? And I'm like, like really? I didn't even know you flew with me because <laughs> it's been you know 19, 20 years of flying. But it's been a game changer for you to have that helicopter to take you to your business locations, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a big uh, game changer as far as uh, not only has it allowed me to grow. You know, I'm in the Southwest U.S. now, right. so I can be in multiple states. Okay. I can uh, be so much more productive. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I have big-time tax uh, savings out of right. it. Right. We want know. to talk a little bit about that because uh, you've been doing something with your businesses this year, or last year, I should say, even maybe the year before that you started with. Yeah, uh, I'm doing things now that I had always promised myself I wouldn't do, uh -huh. <laughs> like development. Uh -huh. I always uh, said I would never develop, Okay. and now I'm developing. And now you're developing. Never yeah. say never, right? Yeah, I know it, I know it, and I really had always said I would never develop. So I have a lot of friends now saying, I thought you would never develop, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, something pointed you yeah. in that direction. So. Yeah, of course. I mean, the uh, current administration and their tax code changes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, stuff was signed in October of 2017 by mm -hmm. Trump that has now, in a way, forced business people to mm -hmm. continue to grow. And if we don't grow, yeah. to continue to contribute to the economy and create jobs, we're going to be penalized on the tax side of things pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people do not understand tax codes. Right. They don't. They just think, oh, here's a wild guy on TV, mm -hmm. doesn't know how to act. We, we, we all understand that. Sure, sure. We know he's a nutcase, <laughs> which is, hey, you know what? It, but you're it's grateful okay. for the opportunity. Yeah, of course, you know. Uh, um, but uh, guys like me who have to stay up on top of the changes, mm -hmm. sure. uh, if we don't, we really are out big time. And then it costs jobs. Mm -hmm. So by staying up on these new tax codes, taking advantage of them, sure. it's forcing a guy like me who didn't want to grow, didn't want to get any bigger, to grow now and contribute to the economy, and mm -hmm. what, what? So what does that mean? It means more jobs, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's that's How what it that means. How does that make you feel? Well, it makes me feel good that I am contributing at, to Amer to the American dream, or mm -hmm. having people. You know, to create jobs is always nice, sure. right? Um, I wish there was other ways around it because I'm trying not to do <laughs> as much. I know but, when we um, talk, we're like, oh my gosh. You know, Reagan, when is enough enough? <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know my whole life story, and we get together from time to time. There's always so many changes, and we got to sure. update everything. In fact, we have a meeting today, right after <laughs> we this. We um, so, but hey, you know what? It's okay. Sure. Um, the way I look at it is, I will continue to grow, but instead of taking more on personally, mm -hmm. I am bringing others on at higher level positions, okay. at much higher pay than say. Mm -hmm just your entry level position, sure. and those people are running it. Okay. So in a way, it doesn't just contribute to lower level mm -hmm. income earners, it, it also brings on people who are making those six figure plus salaries. That can well, and one of the things that we were talking about before you came in today was uh, cost segregation planning. And yeah. the average consumer doesn't necessarily know that, and a lot of business owners don't know it if they're not staying on top of oh, it. Oh, I can tell you that uh, probably 90% of CPAs don't even understand it fully. <laughs> you know, I hire We talk about special. pensions, and you know, which yeah. we, and a lot of people don't, a lot of CPAs don't understand that either. Uh, a, a, there's a lot of attorneys who don't understand cost right. There's a lot of big business people who had mm -hmm. no clue yeah. that this was signed into, into play sure. uh, a couple years ago now. They're still trying to play catch up. And yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I didn't know about it mm -hmm. either. And I had to have a fight with my accountant over the phone to say, listen to me, 
I'm flying this guy in uh -huh. uh, from New Mexico. I hired a company. He came in. He sat with three of my accountants. We sat in a room, and when, when the meeting was done an hour and a half later, he walks out, and my accountants are like, wow, this wow. is the case. Yeah. You might as well keep growing. <laughs> I mean, we didn't know. <laughs> you know, so. So what did they kind of tell you? What were your well, opportunities? Well, the thing is this. Um, let's just say we're going to use my field. Mm -hmm. I'm in the fuel business mm -hmm. and now I'm, I'm developing a car wash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well I own a, a lot of real estate, you know right. that. And um, So a building typically, mm -hmm. I'll give you guys an example. You have a sure. building, the government puts it on a 39 year depreciation cycle. Okay. And for easy numbers we're going to use a million dollar building. Okay. A million dollar piece of property you buy. Let's just say, I'll, I'll use my field, it's a, it's a gas station, okay. and it's a million dollars, which we know stations are in the millions, but sure. for easy mathematics. Um, after October of 2017, anything purchased after that mm -hmm. will is an automatic bonus depreciation. So okay. anything that falls under a 15-year depreciation cycle mm -hmm. qualifies now on a one-year depreciation. Oh, all at once. All at once. Okay. So what does that allow you to do? So let's say you have a million dollars, you take... The land value out of it leaves you with $800,000. Mm -hmm. $800,000, you can take that whole depreciation within one year. We could save on our income taxes, mm -hmm. but since you used it all, mm -hmm. you now have to use that money, your tax savings, to continue to either acquire, okay. whether it's distressed property mm -hmm. or whether you're going to develop. And I'm acquiring and developing because okay. I'm at a pace right now where I just have to at such a rapid pace or develop at such a rapid pace. Okay. So what does that do in turn? It creates jobs, right? Mm -hmm. Which, so. Puts people to work. Correct. Okay. Now, these are eventually going to expire, these, strategy, uh, these tax breaks. Mm -hmm. But by, that, by then, by 2025, yeah, I might have two or 300 more employees. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. So uh, the current administration has done some amazing things. Mm -hmm to really, really continue to have this economy grow, grow, and grow. There's one thing I can tell you, um, you know, it's a, it's a shame that most people uh, don't give President Trump the credit he deserves because most people aren't in the business or they don't understand the things mm -hmm. he's doing behind the scenes. I, uh, guys like me do understand, and a lot of mm -hmm. people I do business with and do big business fully understand right. it, uh, but you can't deny the facts of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How is our economy? the greatest it's ever been, right? The greatest it's ever you been. can hate them all you want, mm -hmm. which is fine. I get it. <laughs> but you can't deny right. the truth. It's made a big change. Yeah. And there's a lot of things I've noticed also. Is there are a lot of pocket supporters out there oh. who in public they'll say, you know, they might hate him, but when it comes to the voting box, mm -hmm. they vote for him. Well, with that change in the tax law, and because you're such a predominant business owner, and you've had a, you've had a business you know, structure of how you've designed your success. Did you feel like you had a responsibility to do even more to kind of build the economy or build more jobs? You know, I would probably be lying if I said yes. Okay. Because at the end of the day, we're all about taking care of ourselves first. Okay. Or at least you should be. That's a fair right? and honest answer. Yeah. Uh, if I said, geez, I just want to help the world. <laughs> no, I got to take care of myself first before sure. I'm able to help anybody else. Do you agree? Agree. Yeah, because then you if, can't continue to help anybody yeah. else. No, right? you can't. Yeah. And the more successful uh, I am, uh, I think I, I can do more. Mm -hmm. And if I'm given the tools mm -hmm. to do those, mm -hmm. to do what I need to do, is when I can help others and okay. create, you know, How do you want to help others? What do you want to do? Well, there's, I mean, there's a lot of things that I believe if you do, 
or, you know, I read the Bible years ago uh, when I was really down in my life, and they say uh, never uh, uh, talk about the things that you do because it's just, <laughs> it's just. Don't be boastful. Yeah, Don't so boastful. Uh, there's a lot of things I do. I, I've never there's gotten a lot that of, impression um, out of you, though, that you're Yeah, boastful. but it's just not, but there's so many things um, that I like to do that make me feel good, especially for kids in areas mm -hmm. that are, uh, you know, underdeveloped areas, mm -hmm. uh, Certain, I'll give you one example of what we recently did uh, over in Ocotillo, California. Mm -hmm. There's like 80-something kids in that uh, community, 83 or something, and uh, they needed backpacks. They needed uh, um, so. So I told my management, Back "Hey, you know what? Supplies, give them guys. everything for the whole year." And wow. we, yeah, and, and then the sheriff's department was that, so. Yeah. I think we did that. Yeah. yeah. We did talk about that. And there's stuff we do out there for yeah. museums and stuff, and sure. but uh, yeah, you know, stuff like that. Well, I think that's where we even talked about a conversation about possibly even creating your own little, you know, foundation so you can give back. But maybe that's yeah. coming in the future. I yeah, mean, maybe in the future. I'm trying not to do anything here. I'm trying to relax. <laughs> hey, and <laughs> it, just dictate where you want your tax dollars to go. That's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. yeah so. No, you're doing an amazing, amazing thing for not only our community here in San Diego, San Diego County, Imperial, but you're going now to Vegas. And so this big yeah. land development, what are you going to do there? Well, I bought some property in Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, this comes in with this development thing. Uh, in the fuel business, it's mm -hmm. getting a lot harder to acquire the way I used to acquire. Mm. The prices have just skyrocketed. Okay. And financially, it really doesn't even make sense to purchase them. Mm. So I'm moving now towards the development. Okay. Uh, an opportunity came up for me to buy a really amazing piece of property mm -hmm. next to a, uh, a very beautifully built Mega Arco. Okay. So I bought just under two acres there. Mm -hmm. And I'm developing one of the most state-of-the-art car washes in the world. I mean, wow. this is a 130-foot tunnel, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay, with 46 vacuums. And I never wanted to be in the car wash business, <laughs> but here I am now building a car wash. And, um, and the real reason for me building this mm -hmm. is it's going to end up saving me, you know, over $2 million in taxes. Wow. Now, I would never do this if I didn't have mm -hmm. those savings. Mm -hmm. But by doing that, I'm creating a lot of jobs too, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So there's going to be multiple people running it. There's right. going to be several high-level people running it. Mm -hmm. And more than likely, from what I'm seeing through the process, uh, and by the way, the current tax plan, you benefit more in areas that are lower income. Okay. So the city is making it a lot easier okay. for me to build there mm -hmm. because they see a developer coming in, mm -hmm. putting money into an area that is a medium to lower income area versus... Okay a wealthier area. I, mm -hmm. We don't get the same tax breaks. Right. If I put the money into, into La Jolla, I'm going to get very little uh, uh, a tax break out sure. of it because they base it uh, based on property value versus the building. Mm -hmm. Well, property values are low where I'm building, so the majority of the cost is the structure. So if, if there's a $4 million cost on the structure versus, and a million dollar property, mm -hmm. you get on the $4 million break versus okay. La Jolla. You know, you might have a $5 million property value and a million dollar structure. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Well, and then it goes so. into kind of building the economy of that little area. Well, of course. Yeah. So that's why I, I really like the, you know, North Las Vegas and making it a lot easier for me to develop this. Okay. On our, you know, an expedited pace. And it's going to create a lot more jobs. And I'm seeing another, I'm seeing a whole new branch that I'm going to have to mm -hmm. create here and continue <laughs> to grow in the meantime. So, so when you do that project, do you see another project in the Yeah, in the yeah, I already yeah? see that. Because I know at one point you were looking at a hospital. You're, yeah, I looked at a medical building and stuff. I never pulled the, uh, the, the trigger on that one. Uh, it just didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. um, those type of buildings don't have the same types of 
cost segregation, accelerated depreciation mm -hmm. uh, uh, plans in place for them. So I have to stick to those that give me the accelerated depreciations. It's exciting. It is exciting, you know, but only uh, um, there's only certain things that qualify. Sure. For so these. what are some of the things that qualify? Well, everything, everything does qualify for it, mm -hmm. but it depends on how much of a rapid pace. Like anything that has an automatic 15-year cycle mm -hmm. goes to one year. Anything mm -hmm. that's above that 15, mm -hmm. studies have to be done by companies that do these sure. studies. Sure. And then they will, they basically take, for example, they'll, they'll even take doors on a company, yeah. uh, in your building or, this, or, yeah. or even crown molding on a building, sure. and they'll say, well, that's not going to last 39 years. Mm -hmm. We know that that will last seven years. Mm -hmm. A door will last 10. Mm -hmm. uh, and they'll take all these items, and they'll give you a new uh, schedule for them. Okay. So instead of waiting 39 years to depreciate it, you might be able to get it in five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But what I'm specializing in is getting the one year. Okay. Yeah. That's, so if I you don't, what if you don't use it all in one year? Can you, you can, can carry, you carry over. it over? Yeah, okay. absolutely. How many years do you have? You know, I don't think, uh, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think there is a limit on how long you can carry it forward that I know of. You mentioned something earlier that was kind of interesting, that if you do this cost segregation, you create these big benefits that come to mm -hmm. you, then you're you're kind of in a position where you have to reinvest them? You have to. Okay. If you don't, and which brings me to everybody always thinks, oh my God, they're doing it for the rich. No, that's not the case. Because mm -hmm. if we stop, we will absolutely get murdered. So we have to continue to grow and take advantage of these plans that are in place by the current administration. Okay. We have to grow. Okay. And uh, another thing, though, uh, you know, these can be dangerous for mm -hmm. entrepreneurs also because sure. another thing that I'm doing is I'm staying as lean as possible debt-wise. Okay. Uh, and I think every everybody out there should be very cautious, even though our economy is so doing so right. well. Right. Don't go out there and buy motor homes and finance six cars uh -huh. and you know have a vacation home. Stay lean. Live within your means. Just because you're making more doesn't mean you need to spend more. Like That's the show, with Ways to Love Your Money. It's a respect for money, but to yeah. how to do it the Take best the way. money, put it in retirement. Mm -hmm. Save it. Invest that money with people like you. Sure. I mean, <laughs> look, if I invest with you, there's a reason, right? right. I mean, why, am I, well, why do you. we do thank our you. tax planning? Mm -hmm. We do it. You and I do yes. a lot of stuff together. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I know how to invest, but mm -hmm. there's things I can't do, and right. that's why I see there's you There's a professional for, for everything. Of course. <laughs> not, there's no such thing as everybody knows everything. No. No way. Yeah. Right. Why do I? Why do I sit with you? Why do I sit with specialists right. and uh, accountants? For and most attorneys? of our business owners, it's all about tax mitigation. That's that's what it's about. Whether it's doing cost segregation, which I think a lot of our business owners out there don't even know it exists. No, they don't. They're not necessarily paying attention to no, it. No, they Just don't. like you said, you know, you could talk to probably about fifty to hundred different CPAs, and maybe mm -hmm. maybe ten or fifteen percent might know about it. Or you yeah. have to educate them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my business partners are all so happy. You know, I do business with multiple people. Um, they just can't believe the things we're doing Isn't now. Isn't amazing? Yeah, it's amazing. So what you would know? you tell the business owner out there right now? What would you tell them to do? Or where um, to get started? How, how, they, how they should start? As far as the business, well, let me tell you. First, well, I'll, the first I'll, I'll address the, the typical public. Mm -hmm. Like I said, save your money. Mm -hmm. Don't go blowing it yeah. all. Yeah. Put more into retirements sure. right now. Sure. Save your money. Mm -hmm. Don't go, like I said, buying cars and all that. Yeah. Now, as far as the business owner, I think uh, the majority of business owners don't understand they need mm -hmm. to they need to do their research okay. they need to understand these new plans in place okay. and take advantage of them mm -hmm. because it's not publicized anywhere people right. don't know these things right. there's no special 
place to go and say, hey, you know, what was signed on that bill? I mean, these these tax bills are well, you could probably just Google cost segregation, but yeah, but nobody even hasn't even heard of it. Yeah. So how do you know what to Google? <laughs> like when I was in school, you know, you know, I'm a high school dropout. They used to tell me, hey, I say, hey, how do you spell island? You know, I don't know how to spell island. I don't know what that is in it. They say, look it up. Well, if I don't know how to <laughs> spell something, how do you look something up? <laughs> I always thought it was Island. You know, I never knew that. <laughs> well, that's where you're humble, right? You have humble beginnings. You know, you've yeah, done well. You've done well even in adversity. So you've done amazing things. Yeah, you just don't know where to look for these. Uh, sure. You know, where would sure. somebody? Well, I, I even had an interview with a, a young girl about a week ago here. I'm 13 years old and, you know, life is just kind of beginning, but that's one of the things. They don't teach life skills in school. They no. don't teach life skills. We should be teaching from our babies of, kin you know, kindergarten age all the way through college, but they don't, they don't even talk about it. Look, even, they don't even teach you, certain they don't teach you real about. world. Yeah. They can't put you in real world yeah. situations. Yeah. You know, I think our, our whole school system needs to be revamped mm -hmm. and because well, I mean, when was that designed mm -hmm. you know how many yeah. years ago yeah. I don't think it's it's changed with the times and, and yeah. adapted to what what's really going on in this right. world well you know? even for your ideas because they started when you were a little boy mm -hmm. looking out the car saying I'm gonna own that gas station one day yeah I mean that's a powerful metaphor but if you believe it it will happen yeah of course yeah you know, if you believe it those things will occur but having the ability to kind of even talk to someone, we talked on your first show about mentorship and how amazing mentorship was for you. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have those right mentors or, or a place that you can kind of learn and grow these, you know, ideas, knowledge, and expertise to be able to make it successful, you know, maybe your first deal, maybe it wasn't as successful as you want it to be. Or maybe you just started right out from the, you know, start yeah. very successful. Yeah. Uh, but everybody has their own path. And money mm -hmm. for most people. The reality is money is a big anxiety conversation. Oh, big time. Yeah. For it's most big, people, that's, big. A, that's a big situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, another thing, look, if somebody has drive, mm -hmm. you'll always succeed. Yes. If you have that drive, you have that passion, I don't care. No matter what, you will yeah. eventually succeed. Yeah. Uh, another thing I have to hand it to, believe it or not, is you know how there's all these YouTube channels sure. going on and stuff? They're actually a good thing. Mm -hmm. Some of them I could understand they're a total waste of time yeah. looking at certain, you know. My just... husband looking at all the trucks and everything in the world. Well, like I watch a lot of uh, um, uh, car-based shows. It's helpful for him. Yeah, I watch a lot of shows mm -hmm. like uh, Daily Driven Exotics is, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I know the guys and, and I tell them, I said, do you know the drive you create with these kids mm -hmm. and even adults, it gives people that drive to want to become successful. Sure. They see them driving around in fancy cars. They see them in Lamborghinis and Ferraris and all that. And it tells these kids, hey, how do I become successful to get that? And sure. it gives them proper drive. That's the drive they need. So would that be your best advice is to say, Yeah, I'm not going to say go watch, uh, well, no, driven. Yeah, I'm not going to say watch YouTube all day long. <laughs> no, but, but to be driven about uh, what you're passionate about. Yeah, of about. course, of yeah. course. And, and uh, the problem is a lot of kids these days they don't know what they want to do mm -hmm. and they go through college and then they finish college and or you know they're almost about to graduate and do you know what you want to do no yeah. well, why'd you get your degree oh i don't know you know it was something to do they're scared to face the real world or their parents say oh i just got to have my kid to have that degree i mm -hmm. want to put it on the wall sure. you know um you gotta you gotta have passion sure. you gotta you know try to figure out at a younger age what you want to do mm -hmm. find out what you really love mm -hmm. and then pursue that mm -hmm. you gotta love what you do well, that's again yeah. why I love that conversation we first initially had about mentorship because when you find something you really want to do and you become passionate about it and you want to be driven about it, it's kind of finding out the experts out there that can help you yeah. achieve those goals. But there's so much out there now mm -hmm. that it's so easy to yeah. get that information. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, when you and I were growing up, we didn't have all this Google stuff and no. all this stuff. Now, kids are like, well, I think I want to be a what an astronaut, and we'll Google it. You know what I mean? We we'll figure someone, out a way to do a, it. We had a, a family that said their child wanted to be a YouTube star. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> That's a complete difference but, but today. You wouldn't, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. No. No. Mm -hmm. I actually know guys making millions of dollars a year on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. They're making enormous well, We have our own money. YouTube channel, but I can't say we're making millions off of it yet. Oh, yeah. Well, you have millions <laughs> of viewers come. worldwide, so <laughs> it'll come. I don't think you're doing it for the money, but... Uh. Well, one of the things that I always say, if, you, if you're doing something you love, it's really not a day of work. Yeah, no, it's not. That's yeah. like me. You know, I'm, my partners laugh at me all the time because I'm in my pajamas till 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Today was the most stressful day for Getting me. Getting ready for this? Oh, my God. Today was the most stressful thing. I had to call Stephen, actually, today and say, Stephen, what do I wear? I said, uh, you know, because me, I'm a bum. Oh, you you know me. No, <laughs> Normally, I'm a jeans and t-shirt guy. Yeah. And today, I had to, and then uh, I show up, and you tell me, oh, we're trying to make it more casual. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> just making it a little bit more yeah, appealing so today, to Yeah, so today, I even brought my fashion. glasses just to look well, smarter good. in case well, I need to put them on. if you want to put them on, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but um, that's how. Well, you know, I love when you always share your passion about what you do, and, and even the new things that are kind of opening your eyes to that you said, gosh, I never thought I'd be a developer, but now I am. Yeah, never thought in a million years. But it's probably I mean, about pulling all the right professionals in there so that, yeah. that you can get the job done. Oh, yeah. And there's people out there, look, I, I don't know anything. I don't know the first thing about development, right? Mm -hmm. But I know how to hire somebody. Yeah. And I hired a, you know, the right people that are handling the whole project. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, thank God I'm in a position where I can do that. I built myself to that. You know, mm -hmm. there was a time, you know, I used to work for nine bucks an hour, right? <laughs> but now I can pay people to do things, and yeah. um, I'm able to go outside my personal comfort zone, mm -hmm. hire people who specialize in mm -hmm. these things, and they'll take care of it. So that's a great thing that you just said. How did you get to a place where you got outside your comfort zone with, you know, with actually developing, you know, for the first okay. time? Yeah. To, to get outside your comfort zone, uh, you need to get to a certain financial level to be comfortable okay. to where you can take those risks, right? Okay. You can't just go and start doing that without having the money or having any type of backup. Okay. You know, if my project fails, hey, you know what? Cool, it failed. Okay. <laughs> we still, still saved okay. it. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, I'll yeah. get by somehow, uh, but and I'll still get my tax break. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> Well, hopefully it's successful. I don't yeah, have any I don't doubt think, in my mind. Uh, that we'll I don't be. think it'll fail. I hope yeah. not. You know. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, but as long as you win more well, times than you lose, you're right. A lot of it, it creates courage, right? Resources yeah, of course, courage. of course. Yeah. And you do your homework, right? Mm -hmm. And you bring on the right expert, uh, ex you know, experts to look at a project before you do it. Mm -hmm. Don't go in there like a cowboy and say, "Ah, oh, I can make this happen." You don't know the first thing about it. Get the right people involved. <laughs> right. You know, I don't right. know anything about. I didn't know that a car wash can go through a tunnel and be washed six times. Oh, Did you wow. know that? I had no idea. I didn't know. I'm building a 130-foot no tunnel. We just want one of these gas stations here in San Diego. Yeah, this is actually <laughs> no fuel on this one. This really? is strictly a 130-foot tunnel mm -hmm. uh, car wash. But, I, you know, you, you get educated in, in, in a new field that you're going into. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the first thing about car washes. <laughs> you know, so, but I hired the right people, and I'm, lear I'm learning as I go. Right. You know? And you're in a position where you can take that risk. Yes, I'm yeah. in a position, and, and thank God I've got great friends like the sure. owner, uh, the CEO of Soapy Joe is a good friend mm -hmm. of mine, mm -hmm. and uh, I can always call him and say, mm -hmm. hey, uh, am I doing this right? <laughs> and he, he guides me, so I, I got to thank him for that. Thank yeah. you, Lawrence. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm so glad that you decided to come back on the show. It's always a pleasure to have you here, you here. and I mean, we always have fun when we have our conversations anyway, yeah. but this is a great opportunity for us to be able to explain to you know our listeners out there that if you're an entrepreneur and maybe you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, it's about starting with the basics, you know, get to a place of where's your passion, where's your drive, 
uh, motivate yourself, get educated about tax law, see how that benefits you or doesn't benefit you as a business owner, and grow your knowledge because, uh, you know, take advantage of these opportunities. This is something where I'm sure people have questions about this interview, and if you want to reach out to us at any time with questions, send us an email at questions with an S at Elizabeth with an S, Dawson.com. We would love to, you know, basically give you a passion to be able to take a calculated risk where you're not doing something too big too fast, but you're building and you get your resources so that you actually have the expertise to get you through and make it a success. Again, mentorship is a huge part of this out there in the world. So make sure you have the right mentors or go to the right experts out there so that you can actually have a better way of getting this accomplished. And again, professionals are different. Uh, there's a professional for everything. So if you need someone in the financial arena or you even want to have some questions that you want to ask Reagan, be, by all means, you know, send us that email at questions at elizabeth.dawson.com. Uh, again, if you want to reach out to a financial professional here and we want to talk to you, 619-640-2622. We look forward to our conversation. Take care. The information provided in this show is for informational and educational purposes only. This show is not investment advice, nor is it intended to address the financial needs of any particular viewer. The opinions expressed on this show are not intended to be an endorsement of any particular investment strategy or service of any other kind. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned throughout the show. Before acting on information in this show, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular situation and strongly consider seeking advice from a financial advisor.